Hello and welcome to the Cold Coffee Club, a podcast brought to you by Houston Moms. We're here to give you a little bit of that mom-to-mom connection, fun, and conversation amidst all the chaos. Join us as we take a break from doing all the things and explore the wide spectrum of this crazy motherhood role. We'll interview fun guests, talk about cool grown-up topics, laugh, share, and grow together. So go ahead, reheat that coffee, and put your feet up. Here we go. Hello, welcome to the Cold Coffee Club. This is Jenny. And this is Ashley. Hi. Hi. Okay, welcome to today's episode. We're very excited because we're going to talk about something and then we're going to have a very exciting interview later. But first, I want to know, uh, do you have any tea for us today, Ashley? My tea really is just that my birthday is December 27th and I just turned 35 and I am, there was a little apprehension for some reason about turning 35. I don't know why, (laughs) but uh, I'm, you know, I'm living my best life. (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean, any of those numbers that have like an even or, you know, that is like 30, 35, 40, 45, mm-hmm. things like that. I always feel like feel a little bit like bigger. Yeah. 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 So I don't, I, yeah, I guess that might be what it is. And I also think it has something to do with the fact that I always said that I would be done for a fact, for sure, having children at 35. And now I'm like, I still, I don't know. You never know. I mean, I feel young. <laughs> I need to tell you that my heart just started racing. I was like, is she about to tell me something on this podcast? I am not. I am not. I just, but I just don't understand. I feel like that was maybe like an unrealistic thing of 24 year old me to have decided. I understand. But I was like, oh God, oh God. Is she about to say something? I'm so scared. Oh oh no. Oh Lord have mercy. Everybody turn down your volume because Jenny's about to scream. Oh no. Nope. Okay. Nope. Nope. What about you? What's your okay. tea? Um, well, speaking of like, like feeling like weird about the passage of time, mm-hmm. um, we just had our anniversary on December the 30th. So hey. we've been married for 16 years. Oh my goodness. Happy we anniversary. Literal children when we got married. <laughs> um, uh, yes. Yeah, so we had, well, we were sick on our actual anniversary. So mm. we skipped our dinner and delayed it. And so we went to a nice dinner a couple days ago and um went pearl and vine and i got mm. some good wine and some good food and they make these really yummy rolls that i was like if i could just eat these rolls if that was socially acceptable <laughs> to just be like i'm just gonna have the bread basket then i would have done that but i didn't ah, darn <laughs> i feel like it is socially acceptable you don't have to explain yourself to anyone jenny yeah. well it'll just be like <laughs> hi we're here at this beautiful steakhouse and um i'm just gonna eat the bread thank you i that's mean you just... ordered wine wine and bread. i did like, that sounds perfect just wine and bread it's yeah. it's a very holy sacred meal <laughs> communion i'm here for communion <laughs> yeah okay so if you could uh, share with us, do you have any uh, cream and sugar this week? Yeah. 
So uh, Regal Movie Theaters, I did not know that they have a deal on Tuesdays um, here in Houston where either movie admissions are $5 or $5.95, depending on what uh, what area you're in. But uh, yeah, and then they have, if you sign up for their little rewards deal, uh, you get 50% off popcorn as well. And so I felt like that was just a fun little yeah. outing you can do with the kiddos um, during, you know, we have upcoming I. I just looked at the calendar and there are so many days that the kids don't go to school. And I'm just like, what? Why? All <laughs> go to <time>. school. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, for maybe spring break or something. Um, I love perfect that. Perfect little Tuesday afternoon outing or whatever. So yeah. All right. So today we're talking about kind of blast from the past. We're kind of talking about a little bit of aging, a little mm-hmm. bit of like how we feel about these things. Um, and like one thing I've noticed lately is like, kind of like a little bit of an identity crisis of I'm in my very late thirties. Um, I will be just, I'm going to be 39 this year Mm -hmm. and feeling like I still kind of identify younger, but I know I look older Mm -hmm. and like these younger generations, they're doing different things. And it's like, oh, we're wearing our jeans differently. We're parting our hair differently. Mm-hmm. We're doing our makeup differently. We're, I mean, everything is different. Um, and so just trying to decide, like, how much am I getting on board with that? Yeah. How much am I, you know, just saying forget it? But at the same time, going, well, I'm also in my 30s for one more year. Like, let's act like it. Like, let's mm-hmm. not, like, lean into, you know, being... I don't want to look like a grandmother yet. Right. Right. You yes. Know. We need what a store. Thoughts? We need a store <laughs> that like is for 30 to 40 year old women. Because when I go into stores, I see, and this is partly why I shop online because it just makes me anxious. I'm like, where do I fit? Who am mm-hmm. I? Because it's like either like clothing that I feel like my mother would wear to church Mm-hmm. or what a 20-year-old would wear to the club. And I'm like, I'm neither of those things. Mm-hmm. Can I find a place in the middle where I still yeah. am like, I'm still fun, but also I need a nap. <laughs> like, so I think what we're saying is like, instead of like forever 21, let's do like forever 36. Like yes. if we could just do just forever. Fit us in there. I don't know. Yeah. Or it's, it's like everything is like very like business casual. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, I want like cute clothes. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like there is money to be made there. If you can find, if you can create a store that makes us still feel fun and like cute, but also I want to cover up my stomach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 30, 30, 40 and thriving. Isn't that yes, what they say? That's exactly. What exactly. Well, okay. And then also like to talk about the fact that like, I will sometimes like get a glimpse of someone that like I would assume is way older than me. Mm-hmm. And then you find out their age and you're like, oh no, we are the same age. We're the like same. just things that are like, that is just shocking. Yeah. Absolutely shocking. <laughs> um, and then like to look at like, so when you think about like, like the dreamboat boys that like you had crushes on, on your favorite shows growing up to see them now that you're like, oh, he's a silver fox yes. at this point. <laughs> Look at him, him being all like, you know, like, I mean, he's still handsome. I'm not Mm -hmm. like trying to die. He's a very handsome man. Very. Not not the same. It's not. Uh, Like Justin Timberlake, apparently like the kids think he's cringy. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, how dare you? <laughs> like, Justin Timberlake was it. He is the like, epitome of cool. He brought sexy back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, don't and do Now him people like that. are like, Ew. like, I'm like, yeah. oh no. Yeah. <laughs> when he's lost it, there's no hope. <laughs> there's no hope. <laughs> But I think it's really funny that like the styles that we thought were cute in middle school and then kids thought were not cute for a little while. And now all of a sudden they're cute. I'm like, wait a minute. We did that. How Mm -hmm. dare you? Like we are the originators and like all the the pants with all the pockets and like we we were, we were so cool. (laughs) I should have kept my... I should have kept my Doc Martens is all yes! I know. I should have yes! kept those puppies. We'd have yeah. been in the money. I did uh, in Secret Santa this year. I got a like gift bag that had scrunchies in it. And I was just like, I love scrunchies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love everything about this. <clears throat> that yeah. has taken me a minute to get used to again. Like I bought some for my daughter because she's real into it. And the other day, like I needed to put my hair up and I couldn't find a hair tie. And I saw one of her scrunchies on the counter and I was just like, here, I'll take it. Yeah. So I put my hair up in a ponytail with the scrunchie. And then I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. Hello there. <laughs> it's a lot. It like, is a lot. Just, it is we're a lot. Used to it. It is. I mean, because I used to do like the scrunchie and like the high middle like I did I did a half up mm-hmm. with the big scrunchie like right you know yeah. the whale spout. So but that's <laughs> I've never heard it described like that. A whale, a whale spout. spout. I'm a, okay. I you know I see it. <laughs> I love that's it. my visual. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, but I want to know like <clears throat> what was your show? Like what did you watch? Who was your your couple, your dream guy, like what did you watch growing up? Okay, so I watched a whole lot of the Disney Channel. Like oh, I was yeah. obsessed with the Disney Channel. Um, so, and then I also loved One Tree Hill, which it was, mm-hmm. it was so bad. It Like I tried to rewatch it. <laughs> None was of like, these shows are good. Not at not all. one of them. Oh my gosh. But the, the Disney Channel had great everything, great shows. And then I like looked forward to the original movies every month. I'm oh, like, there's yeah. a new movie coming out. I got to get home, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but I was in love with, um, do you remember that show, The Famous Jet Jackson? Famous Jed Jackson. So I was in love with Lee Thompson Young and he mm-hmm. passed away several years ago, but mm-hmm. I was like, I was so in love with him. I was like, if I ever met him, I would propose to him. No, mm-hmm. no issues. Just like, please, will you, will you marry me? I love you mm-hmm. so much. He was mm-hmm. the cutest thing ever. But yeah. yeah, what were your favorite shows growing up? So, I mean, my ultimate was Saved by the Bell. Yeah. I, that was like it for me. I mean, I watched it. I watched every episode. The episode where Zach and Kelly break up outside <laughs> of prom while Slater and Jesse are inside singing Endless Love. <laughs> My Endless Love. Y'all, I mean, trauma. Did it break you? <laughs> yes. But then, like, you go away to the college years. Mm-hmm. When she has a thing with Professor Lasky, which, by the way, would never have held up now. Like, we would have been like, excuse me, this is a problem. Please, <laughs> Professor Jeremiah Lasky. Like, we would never have been okay with it. Shut it um, down. <laughs> yeah, we can't have that. Nope. Um, but, like, the wedding, all of it. The beach yeah. years with Leah Remini. Like, you watched all of that? 
girl. Oh. All of it. Oh. <laughs> Leah Remini was Stacy Curry. I remember her. Okay. Girl. But like I only saw what you watched it all. Good all. for you. <laughs> okay. I also um I did watch Boy Meets World a lot. Um and then like who like my little heartthrob was that was Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Mm-hmm. I did love me so, from home improvement. Yep. He was precious. Him. He was and then precious. I also watched Dawson's Creek. Oh. Was you know <laughs> also not good. Not I love good. that they like everyone had all the boys had like that same haircut. It was all and I see memes all the time. Like if your crush looked like this, like Devin Sawa or oh, um, Devin Sawa in <laughs> yeah. Casper. Like to ta- yeah. I was like, girl, adorable. And then I saw him years later on like Final Destination. And I was like, never mind, it's not there anymore. That Casper <laughs> moment was a moment. Oh my goodness. A right. whole moment. The stairs moment. Hey oh. Like, how do I get some of that? I need a boy to do that and just Junior Hygiene. Junior Hygiene was like, oh, I'm in love. Like this <laughs> is what it feels like to be in love. <laughs> this is, this is it, it's, it's happened for me. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, but in oh this, like as we're discussing this, we have a very exciting interview. Mm-hmm. We are going to talk to author Kayla Olson about her new book called The Reunion. Um, and without further ado, we're going to let her kind of speak for herself about this. So roll the interview. Yep. Okay. Hi, Kayla. Welcome to the Cold Coffee Club. Hi. Thank you. I got my coffee. Yes. <laughs> thank awesome. you. I'm sorry. I have a diet coke today, but that's what we're at. I have my cold coffee club mug here. Yay! So. Ashley <laughs> representing cute. them. Very on brand. <laughs> so Look Kayla, I know that you and Jenny know each other from college, but for those of us in the cold coffee club who don't know much about you, can you tell us a little about yourself and kind of where you are and anything you're comfortable sharing about your family? Sure. Yeah. I live up in Denton, Texas. I moved here for college a long time ago, um, (laughs) around the time I met Jenny. (laughs) And um, yeah, I've lived up here ever since, except for a brief five-year stint that I did in Austin. Um, We moved back here in 2015. And yeah, I live here with my husband and my son, who is 11, and three cats. Nice. <laughs> Three cats. What? Are, okay. Brief yeah. little exodus. What are the cats' names? Just because yeah. I oh, always think yes. cats have good good names. Okay. So our orange one. He's a troublemaker. His name is Waffles. Um, <laughs> I have a funny story about his name. Also, like James was really little when we got the cat, and he was at my parents' house when we adopted him, and um, we surprised with a video, and he told my mom, "I think I want to name it." Purple of the future. Purple of the future. Purple of the future. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so that's Waddle's middle name. Purple <laughs> of the future. Um, we also have Karu, who is named after the main character in a book by Lady Taylor. Mm-hmm. And we have Coconut, who is Cute. just the cutest little sand colored kitty. <laughs> oh. well. I saw on your website that you knitted one of your cats a turtleneck and it didn't go well. What is <laughs> what was happening yeah. there? <laughs> that was when I was maybe 12 years old. And okay. I was I can still see it in my head. I, you know, fashion designer. I also tried to make myself a Princess Jasmine costume around the same time. It did not also, you know, I I, I found the right career. I'll say that fashion <laughs> design was not for me. Um, 
turtleneck sweater was probably like this big around the cat's head. Was like, <laughs> 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 like turtleneck, like in this moss green and maroon color. Oh, no. It was so ugly, but it was what I had on hand. And I was just determined to make it cute. Wow. Um, well, yeah, bless that hilarious. Okay. It did not go over well in more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, fashion designer was not the path that you were supposed to go no. down, but you are a published author many times over at this point. Um, Kayla, your newest book, The Reunion, is coming out today, the day this episode is airing. So exciting. Um, oh and it's already getting like, really? It's on a bunch of lists and a bunch mm -hmm. of like, uh, there's a lot of buzz about this book. Um, but before we get to that book, real quick, I want to shout out what you have, how many other books have you written besides The Reunion? Before The Reunion, I wrote uh, for teens YA books. So um, my first two books were for young adults. Jenny's I have one here. One. I have one. That's The Sandcastle Empire. It's like a survival book set on a desert island. And then I have one other that is a space mystery, like a murder mystery. So... Yeah, but this was a big pivot. <laughs> yes. In every so, way. um, and what, like, as far as like writing a book, I mean, like Ashley and I are both writers. Um, most of us that work at Houston Moms write in some capacity, but we write short form. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to write long form and you know long storytelling and this it sounds like such a huge undertaking. Undertaking, and I am just curious how. Like, I mean, I'm sure it's different for everybody, but do you kind of write in chunks? Do you go away for a week and go write? Like, how how does that work for you? What is your writing process yes. like? Yeah, so I definitely, it is a long process. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I go through seasons of drafting and seasons where I'm not. Like, right now, I need to be working on another book, but it's impossible to do all that, like, while also promoting the book that's coming out. So, as like, next week I'll be in heavy drafting mode again um i'll usually like sit down with a timer <laughs> and maybe a friend who like a long distance friend who i text my goals and we'll just be like okay we're gonna try to write 500 words we're gonna try to write a thousand words today um and then just set a timer and put my headphones on and try to focus without looking at my phone and it is you know for somebody who really likes to knock out tasks entirely, like all at once, it's kind of like cleaning your house, you know, it's like, oh, when you go to clean your closet and you're like, this is not like a, a two hour long project. <laughs> yeah. um, for somebody like me, like I like to knock all that stuff out, but some things you just can't. And it's just like a daily returning to um, the, the process, I guess, of just being committed to sit down and just chip away at it a little bit at a time until before you know it, like 500 words turns into a thousand and a thousand words turns into 10,000 and then repeat and repeat and repeat. <laughs> um, you kind of have to have an idea of the structure of the book too, just kind of mm -hmm. like, you know, loose. I'm not a big, like, detailed outliner but I do like to kind of have a roadmap of where I'm going so like where I want to be at 25% where I want to be at the halfway point oh, smart yeah. and then like at 75% just kind of have all my elements mixed in for like what might make a good ending to to pursue and so that helps me keep on track and like keep my place in the story while writing so many words um <laughs> Some days they really flow and some days it's like, like pulling teeth, especially when you're coming like directly to a first draft after 
working on a finished one, like copy edits, like tiny, tiny tweaks. It, it can make it hard when you're a perfectionist because you want the first draft to be perfect right off the bat. And uh, it's not ever <laughs> going to be, you know. So there's just this thing you have to kind of disconnect in your brain where it's like, okay, I just need to get the words out. Don't worry about it. Just just get some story down and then we can make it good later. We get later. That's smart. So in regard to the reunion, your book coming out today, can you tell us a little bit about it, about it and how it kind of came to you? Oh, yes. Um, this is one of my favorite stories. So um, <laughs> the reunion, it is a second chance romance about two former teen actors who used to play love interest on the same hit TV show. And the TV show I kind of think of as like Dawson's Creek meets Boy Meets World. Um, <laughs> They were best friends off screen, but they played love interest on screen. And I really was interested about like the line where that like reality and fiction kind of blurred. Um, and so I thought it'd be interesting to have them have like an epic falling out and then silence for 14 years and have them come back together with the rest of the cast to film one last episode, kind of picking up for better and for worse where they left off all those years ago. But um the idea came to me when I was actually watching Boy Meets World <laughs> with my husband at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, we really needed like a really, you know, lighthearted show. <laughs> yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, Corey and Topanga, they played love interest for the entire run of the show. You know, like some, some shows, the character will date for somebody for like a year or two and then she'll move on, you know. Um, but this was like a seven year long epic relationship where they actually got married on the show and all of this is happening while they were teenagers themselves, you know? So it made me wonder, you know, what would a fictionalized version of that be? You know, would somebody ever get their feelings confused? Like their real feelings confused mm -hmm. with what is scripted for them, especially if they're really close with that person. Um, it might be hard to, to read whether their feelings were purely platonic or what if, if they were more so that's just an, an idea I thought would be fun to explore <laughs> yeah oh that's yeah. awesome <laughs> and I will say I've I have read the book and reading it was very fun to explore because oh. like, there were times that I was like I'm when what maybe it is just the character like maybe you know because it's especially if someone who is an actor or actress you do like work on like immersing yourself in the role mm -hmm. and if she played that role for that many years of her mm -hmm. life there's probably a lot of her that's very hard to detach to yeah. go, well, who, who am I versus who is she? Because we seem to kind of have gelled right. into one person, you know. And like yeah. not even only with the relationship aspect, you know, what people expect her to be too, because her character on the show is one of these just like people who's really excels at everything and she's just good and she's sweet and she's perfect. And when you're that famous and people love you, like they probably conflate your personhood with that character and have those expectations on you and so there's that whole element of like I want to be who I am but like who is that <laughs> right a, a part too from like who people want me to be um mm. really fun to explore that um so it was fun it's such a fun book to write <laughs> so what I mean we talked about obviously you watch Boy Meets World and you're talking about Dawson's Creek and I watched both of those shows my show was Saved by the Bell I mean we talked yeah. about earlier in the episode but I was like a Zach and Kelly like oh, that was me, too. me but like what were your teen shows that you like what you know what oh, were man. you into 
well, we didn't have like MTV or anything or right. WB when I was in high school. So I caught up with a lot of these shows after college. I caught the first episode of Dawson's Creek on my TV when I got home from work one summer. <laughs> I like recorded two episodes back to back. And then every day after that, I was living with three roommates at the time and they'd come home and find like watching my Dawson's Creek. Um, probably a lot of Seinfeld. I watched a lot of what my parents watched. Oh, yeah. Seinfeld and I definitely love Saved by the Bell, Home yes. Improvement, Full House, you know. Oh, see, those Home Improvement yeah. boys were cute. They were yes, precious. they were. <laughs> I was covered with JTT when I was like 11. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Great. Oh, I remember, I do remember writing like um, speculative Full House fan fiction of like, what would it be like in 20 years when they're all adults? You know? oh, and now we know. <laughs> now we know. Even, you know, yeah. in my young brain, it hadn't occurred to me that, oh yeah, one day we'll be there. You yes. know? We'll see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one thing I wanted to ask, and I love like this book is so relevant because first of all, like it's very clear, like so many shows right now are coming back for these big reunions, mm -hmm. you know, that's a thing that's kind of happening right now. And with streaming services mm -hmm. trying to like figure out, but um, <clears throat> I could also, I really loved like just creatively the way you also used like celebrity bloggers and uh, you know, pop, uh, you know, uh, mm -hmm. magazines and press releases as a storytelling device. Like I was like, this is so cool how we're like furthering the narrative by like me reading what looks like a news article about mm -hmm. like where these two stars were spotted or whatever. Uh, but I'm just curious, like for you to write that, like, did you have to like kind of do some research and like use some actual ones to <laughs> use that? Or how did that work? I think a lot of those just were inspired by the cumulative years of experience on the internet and just yes. reading <laughs> yes. a lot of different types, you know, because there's a lot of uh, several different kinds of voices in those little interstitials too. Like, and you know, I, I kind of thought it was fun to have some repeat ones that you could get to know throughout the book a little bit. And you're like, yes. okay, this one is just like a little blogger who's just all over the place and very enthusiastic. And then you have your people who are a little more like, I'm writing about the event. The more like journalistic yeah. about it, where some yes. of them are more like chatty gossip and the right. other ones are like, it's a very, yeah. yeah. So That's kind sweet. of a mix of like Hollywood Reporter and Deadline and Entertainment Weekly and then like TMZ and E! News, you know, like all these mm -hmm. things mixed together and just um, kind of just try to create fictionalized special versions of those um, yeah. with their own kind of presence and voice yes. and book. So. Or even the what there was that part where and I'm going to get it wrong because I know you're not using actual like mm -hmm. actual names of social media networks. You're, you're made up oh, your own. Yeah, but, yeah. but there was one where it was clear that like they were doing like a live stream or something. Yes. And you could see like the chat, like mm -hmm. what people were saying about it in the chat. Yeah. And I was like, this is so fun. Like, just awesome. like, be like oh, you know, it was really, really cool. Oh, oh, that's fun. Yeah. It's really smart. Very Thank smart. You. And just makes it real. Like, I mean, I am very much like a connoisseur of celebrity yeah. pop culture. <laughs> it's something I like. So it just felt like something I would totally be into. Yeah. I mean, I remember years ago at the Grammys, um, there was like a moment where like Jen Aniston and Brad Pitt, like, mm -hmm. 
like just looked at each other for a second. Uh-huh. Everyone was like, okay, oh, no. what's happening? I'm sure I mean, it was a buzz. It, like people analyzed the photos, you yeah. know? And it's like, that was, so I know reading this book, I'm like, I would have been all over this. Stuff. <laughs> yes, and like, I, I follow you on Instagram and I love like going down those rabbit holes with you too. Like when you yeah. are intrigued by something that happens, I'm like, oh, what is Jenny's take on this? Um, and Go to Jenny for the hot takes. Too, like just talking about like all the blog post comments and like the chat interactions and stuff it reminds me just so much when I was doing the copy edits for this book that was the most complicated part because my copy editor was like should this text you know ransom never capitalizes anything like even the first word of his text or just like punctuation people leaving out apostrophes and stuff like that because text messages are less formal you don't want Mm -hmm. it to be so like and i feel like there's you know it communicates something different if you put a period at the end of a sentence or not or you know um if you shout in all caps or, you know, like there's just different voices that you can communicate with punctuation and capitalization. And it was really fun writing those things, but it was so tedious to like go through and make yeah. sure like, yeah, no, really, I really did mean to have that lower case. Yeah. yeah. Well, cause if, I mean, it's honestly, if, if a girl is texting mm-hmm. a guy back and writes, okay, mm-hmm. it's yeah. very different. And then just, okay. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Like, very. you know, if you just say, okay. Like, they'd or, be like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or like, oh goodness, you know, like an emoticon smiley face is different than like an emoji smiley face. Yeah, I feel like, like, yeah. communicate different things. I don't know. Um, oh, that's interesting. So, yeah. Uh, or somebody just writes back with a thumbs up and that's it. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, okay. <laughs> <Next>. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It was fun that's to fantastic. think about just like, details like that in the voice of internet people <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fascinating. it's very i mean it's it definitely feels very current to our time you're like this is yeah. exactly how this would be written <laughs> yeah <laughs> right. uh so kayla you have an, a book signing event coming up can you tell us uh the details about that and who's going to be there with you Yes, I'm so excited. I'm coming to Houston on Thursday of this week since Mm -hmm. this is airing on my release day. So um, I'll be at Brazos Books Bookstore um, Thursday, January 19th at seven o'clock with Catherine McGee, who is another author who is based in Houston. And so I've done an event here at Brazos before and it was so much fun. They have the cutest little bookstore and it's just, it'll be a really fun just conversation with um, Q&A to follow and book signing to follow. So yes, well, and we, um, I'm, I'm going to be there. So I'm going to kind of, if you want to come say hi and y'all please come and we will put the link to that in the show notes like a link to like the address if you want to see it but um yeah we've got kayla this is the book if you're watching online but kayla's book the reunion come and get a copy and you will i read it in a day i literally i voice messaged kayla at one in the morning because i was like reading under like my phone and then i was like okay i have so many thoughts (laughs) i loved it it was so fun i I had i I really i devoured it it's so so fun and i mean yeah it's a really fun read i'm excited i'm so i'm gonna have to go get it and i'm gonna try to come to the book signing because it just sounds like the perfect mesh of like nostalgia and kind of like where we are in general just like 
where are they now kind of thing and yes, I, kinda, yeah. I love all of it so I'm excited that's such <laughs> yes. a great way to put it it's like backwards looking but also forwards looking at the same yeah. time and mm-hmm. also just right now like what is next so yeah. <laughs> yes. well thank I love you it. so much yes. Kayla this has been a yeah. blast love talking with you and uh congrats on everything yes. and I'm so excited to see like where this go like I, I mean I'm I have high expectations yeah. but it's gonna be great Thank you so much. It's been so great chatting with y'all. Thanks, Kayla. Thank you. This episode of the Cold Coffee Club could be sponsored by you. Would you like to get your name out to a wider audience? We would love to shout your name from the rooftops. Reach out to Ashley. You can email her at admin at houstonmom.com. That's admin A-D-M-I-N at HoustonMom.com for more information on a partnership with the Cold Coffee Club. All right, back to the show. Okay, that was so awesome. We are so excited for Kayla and her new book. I have read The Reunion and I know y'all will love it. Um, So it is available today everywhere. So go check that out and um, let us know after you read it uh, what you think. Yeah. I know you're going to love it. Super exciting. Okay, so Ashley, what is your house blend today from our website? Yeah, so Becca Vidrine wrote a post called Safety with Kids, a Practical Approach. And this, I love everything Becca writes because she's very um, intentional about being prepared. And yes. I love that. Uh, yes. So she talks about doing a an adventure bag for her son where she, um, you know, packs up little things that he needs, like an ID card or a little first aid kit and some snacks, toys like that, toys and stuff like that. And um, I love that she's also teaching him, you know, you don't have to be afraid of the world, but you need to be aware and ready. Yes. Um, and so I love that approach. And I think it's just such a, a great resource for moms, especially that, that are concerned about things or just want their yes. children to be and prepared. Also, like she has some great tips about conversation starters mm-hmm. with him about safety. And yeah, you don't want yeah. to scare your kids. You don't want right. to make them fearful, um, yes. but just aware. So. Yeah, like who should you look for if you're, you know, in a in a situation or things like that. And a lot of those conversation starters we overlook. And um, yeah. you know, this is just a great way to introduce your children mm-hmm. to safety. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's worth the read, and the link to that is in our show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Uh, as we wrap up here, our, our little see you later caffeinator, this is as, again, as we talk about my love for Save by the Bell, I read a fact about Save by the Bell that blew my mind. Yeah. Um, during the entire run of Save by the Bell, we never once see the outside of the school. Nobody knows what Bayside looks like. No one knows. You don't know. You don't know. Oh. So, I mean, I think there were scenes outdoors, but they never show yeah. like the building. Like it's more yeah. just like we are by this tree. Like it's just like, you know. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Yeah. But that's all. And let us know your thoughts on who your loves were. Um, yeah. you know, were you team Dawson or Team Pacey? Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Hey, wait, before you go, enjoy a few outtakes from this episode of the Cold Coffee Club. Alrighty. Um, bring us back in after. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, let me think about what I'm about to say. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna come back into uh house. never mind. <laughs> I don't got none. Okay. <laughs> Edit beat back. Okay. You've been listening to the Cold Coffee Club, brought to you by Houston Moms. 
We wish you a fabulous week with your families and look forward to sharing many more cups of cold coffee with you.